Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the difference between financial wellness and financial literacy. More than just understanding concepts, we really have to look at behavior change. So there's a lot of behavioral economics rolled up into financial wellness where we want to change behaviors. Financial literacy matters. We're going to discuss why it matters and how it compares to financial wellness with our next guest here in the studio. Blake Allison is CEO and president of LifeSense and also the founder and chairman of Valor, a community-based empowerment program for veterans, service members, and their families. Blake and I are going to talk about why financial literacy and financial wellness matter to everyone and ways we can ensure that everyone has the life skills necessary to succeed in what frankly, has become a more and more complex financial world. Well, let's start at the beginning, if you don't mind. What is financial literacy, and how would you compare that to financial wellness? Financial wellness is uh, looking at an individual's overall financial health and well-being. So um, people are able to manage their resources, their uh, expenses, income and expenses on a monthly basis, looking at longer-term goals. Uh, Financial literacy is a component of that where uh, I think that's more of kind of a dated uh, concept where government organizations and uh, uh, government agencies and community organizations really were promoting financial literacy a couple of decades ago. And probably about 10 years ago, you saw this transition to this idea of wellness. And more than just understanding concepts, we really have to look at behavior change. So there's a lot of behavioral economics rolled up into financial wellness where we want to change behavior. So it's not just that you have acquired the knowledge that you know you need a budget or you know you need to save for retirement and you might know how to do it. Instead, we've got to transform that information into action. And so I think the wellness component or the wellness dimension is really that transformation of helping people um, establish good habits, break bad ones, and you know, plan for the longer term. So in effect, it's a difference between, say, um, me making sure that you understand the implications of taking a mortgage on uh, vis-a-vis actually having the mentality of being able to manage the right size house and the right size mortgage to reach my long-term objective of re- retirement, for example. Yeah. So, so looking at the holistic view of an individual, I think is also important where uh, before you even consider that mortgage uh, or buying a home, you have to have a, a holistic view of yourself, what your needs are, what your priorities are, because I think a lot of times people will make decisions uh, or before they are fully aware of what their capacity is to take on that obligation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might not understand the other uh, goals that they need to address first. Uh, there's a great uh, example uh, through our Valor program uh, where a service member and his fiance came to us a couple years ago, wanted to buy that home and went through the LifeSense program, which is the online financial health and wellness app. Um, and we were able to provide him with that awareness and that uh, financial health assessment, that profile of, of himself and his, his fiance's uh, situation, and kind of highlighted the fact that he didn't have a great credit score. So naturally, he's going to get a higher uh, interest rate, uh, which is going to drive up his payments, which is going to make it harder for him to pay down the debts, which he did have. Um, and also, he really didn't have much in the terms of re- retirement savings. Mm-hmm. So what we did uh, is we connected him uh, after going through this assessment, connected him to a local nonprofit partner uh, who was able to sit down with him uh, in a coaching capacity and worked with him to improve his credit, um, his credit score, pay down those debts and actually put a little bit of savings in the bank. So he wound up delaying that purchase decision for about, uh, you know, eight to nine months. But then he was able to get a better better terms on that mortgage. He avoided paying three points on a mortgage on a $300,000 house that was nine grand. 
Yeah, and that's the thing, I think, that is a difference maybe between financial literacy or financial wellness. If somebody understands the true financial implications, you I mean, sit, sit down and say, hey, by the way, just so you know, that laptop you're about to buy on your credit card, you're going to spend $6,000 for that laptop. Is right. it really worth it to you? And so I get it, and and that's why we're talking about why this is important. You know, my granddad used to tell me, John, he'd say uh, in his nice New York accent, nobody gives you money for nothing, and money doesn't come with an instruction manual. Right. And I, I've always carried that thought with me. Your life sense, your business, uh, you're working with governments and companies, now with individuals directly, right? And why is that? So we look at this as reaching people. Um, so when we work with employers or financial services companies, government agencies, um, typically we're going in in a very an intentional way, uh, whether helping the employees when they're making very important financial decisions like uh, enrollment in their employee benefits. Um, having an understanding of what their needs are. So when they sit down at open enrollment, they have an understanding of what benefits are going to be most important to them, most valuable to them and their families, but in the context of their over, overall financial life. Uh, when we work with uh, government agencies, uh, you know, also looking at, you know, we're reaching people where they are um, maybe getting uh, down payment assistance for, for buying a home. And financial services companies uh, is very broad, but there's a lot that can be done uh, working with financial services companies where, when you have a very progressive um, partner or client in that in that industry, you know the idea that people can go through our program LifeSense and you know there are elements of gamification which you might be familiar with uh, badges, points, rewards, things like that. But if you go through LifeSense and earn three badges and you're working with Bank X, maybe that bank is going to waive an application fee or give you a little bit lower rate um, on your uh, interest rate on your loan. And so there are a lot of very progressive ways to use financial wellness to drive very positive, very measurable outcomes. So at the end of the day, what we're getting at is an employer or a bank, so forth. They're actually trying to make people's lives better rather than extract value from them. Correct. I like that. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Which leads me to my last question for you, Blake. I see in your background and as you're talking with me today an awful lot of passion about this. Why did you choose this particular mission for, for your life? Uh, very interesting. So I, I think I've always had an affinity uh, to, to personal finance and, and over the years, uh, just organically, I've been presented with offers to become a wealth manager or financial advisor, have an undergraduate degree and a graduate degree in finance. And so I thought, wow, that could be a great fit. Um, but what I, what I discovered is that there is this ever-growing chasm between um, what consumers know, what people know about their financial life, about the financial products and services that are currently available to them. But yet this tremendous innovation in financial services and new products and uh, coming to market, if people don't understand the basics, how can they make, uh, uh, you know, with the products in front of them now, how can they make decisions about more complex products? And so I think one very simple example, 30 years ago, we only had 15-year and 30-year fixed rate mortgages. When we had these hybrids and option arms and things like that, that's where um, people got in a load of trouble. Um, so I think that's where there's opportunity to help in that way. So you may not have known my granddad, but you're doing my granddad's work. <laughs> but you're helping the community. Blake Allison, thanks a lot for coming to the studio today. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. Thank you to our sponsor, Tedco. Tedco invests in early stage tech and life science companies. It provides resources and connections that companies need to thrive in Maryland. Tedco's mission is to discover, invest in, and help build great companies. Learn more at www.tedco.md. And a thank you to our sponsor, JLL. J 
KLL is the leading commercial real estate service company within the Washington, D.C. metro area, serving the technology, government contracting, and professional services industries. KLL's strategy-led approach and expert implementation results in cost-effective and flexible real estate solutions that help their clients succeed and grow. Thank you to SpeakerBox Communications. SpeakerBox is your team for meeting the unique demands of the technology sector, crystallizing complex ideas, targeting highly intelligent buyers, and moving at the speed of tech. Since 1997, they've given voice to many of our industry's top thinkers and performers. Check them out at speakerboxpr.com. And thanks to our sponsor, Tandem Product Academy. If you're looking to grow a software technology business and you're past your first five employees or your first half a million dollars in revenue, their free educational program will teach you how to grow your business. Supported by a broad group of our region's leading business organizations and local governments, Tandem Product Academy is free to participants. Learn more at tandeminnovate.com. Thank you for joining us on What's Working in Washington. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.